to growing in his word. God bless you guys. Listen, last week was radical. There was blessing and conflict in Antioch. Paul was on a mission and basically he was out there witnessing Paul and Barnabas and they grew bold. It was necessary that the word of God should be spoken to the church or to the synagogues there. And then basically they were they were reaching out to the Gentiles because the Jews didn't want it. They were telling them, get out of here. We don't want it. We don't want you here. And they basically told him to leave. Wow, amazing. Welcome to Growing in His Word. <laughs> God bless you guys. In this sermon, we're going to talk about Paul, the apostle, and Barnabas, man. They're out there. They're doing it. They're side by side. And listen, God wants us to know that He's going to move. Listen, He will move you other places in this life so that He can accomplish His work and His goals in your life. That's what Jesus does, man. Listen, let's pray it out, and we're going to talk about this today in chapter 14 of Acts. Father, we come before you. We thank you for this time, Lord. We just ask that you bless it in your name, Jesus. Amen. Listen, I'm excited again. Uh, My voice is better, a little bit better from the allergies, but we're on a mission, man. Paul's on a mission. There's conflict over circumcision. There's conflict over Jesus, but Paul has not given up. And Barnabas, listen, they were kicked out in chapter 13 last of last week's sermon. And now this week, they are on a mission in chapter 14. And we're gonna, you're going to be blessed. Listen, Paul, Paul was on a mission. And God wants you to know this. Listen, God wants, you, God wants to move in your own lives. Just because Paul was booted out of Acts chapter 13, and he was booted out of the synagogues, doesn't mean, because there was opposition there, it doesn't mean that God is not going to work in your life. Listen, there's times in your own life, and we're going to get into God's Word verse by verse, but there's times in your own life that God says, no, He doesn't want you to go. Why? Because there's roadblocks, and it doesn't mean that God doesn't want to accomplish His goal in your life. It's just that He doesn't want to use you for that time, for that season. Let me give you an explanation. Paul's not bummed out, man. He's got the Holy Spirit. And that's what I want to talk to you about. Listen, I want you to go, if you've got your Bibles, Acts chapter 7. It talks about how Israel resists the Holy Spirit. He said it in verse 51. You stiff-necked and uncircumcised in the heart and ears. You always resist the Holy Spirit. As your father did, so do you. Which of the prophets did your fathers not persecute? (laughs) Man, he... And then he said... And they killed those who foretold the coming of the Lord and the just one, whom you now have become a betrayers of murderer, and you received the law, blah, blah, blah. Listen, he was telling them, Stephen was, you know, getting it out there, man. And, and then Stephen, or if you want to call him Stephen, I call him Stephen. Stephen was stoned to death, and he was a martyr, and he died for Jesus. And here they are, about to cross into that line where they're going to get in that area of stoning, but Paul never gave up. And that's what I'm telling you today. Don't give up on what God has called you to do, even in your own life. Whether it's a job, hey, maybe God doesn't want you at that job. So you get fired. Oh, wow, I'm fired. It's not the end of the world. It ain't the end of the world. It. Uh, hey, you just got blessed. You got fired. You got blessed because God's going to put you in a place where you could be more of a witness and more of a better 
uh, 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 more, hey, more money. You just work, you got a better raise or increase, or whatever it is, God has got you there for a reason, not just for a season. Listen, example, and we're going to move on to this beautiful chapter. And it's going to make sense when I read it. Paul wasn't scared because he had the Holy Spirit. Paul wasn't afraid because he was bold like him and Barnabas. Paul did not stop when God gave him a a goal and a vision. Because the Holy Spirit was working in Paul's life. Secondly, example. A bunch of pastors told me, hey, Pastor Joseph, we want to... We want to buy this church, man. We want to help you build this church and this and that. And God told me, no, don't. I'm like, Lord, why not? Wow, it's a church. And I, I, you know, and you could use this church. And God said, no, I don't want the church. (laughs) I'm like, hey, guys, God told me no. And they're like, what? Are you crazy? It's a church. And then COVID-19 hit about three weeks later. And then growing in his word was started. And the blessings are, are, are out there and growing in His Word doesn't charge a dime. And I'm not talking bad about churches. I'm just saying God brought growing in His Word together for an internet broadcast system and the Holy Spirit is leading it. So when God tells you, no, okay. When you're getting persecuted, dust off your feet and move on. Listen, that's what Paul did. And that's what Barnabas did. Paul now is in chapter 14. And now it happened in Iconium that they went together to the synagogue of the Jews. And so spoke that a great multitude, both of the Jews and of the Greeks, believed. So they they believed. That's good. But verse 2 says, But the unbelieving Jews, here we go again, the unbelieving, not all of them, Jews stirred up the Gentiles and poisoned their mind against the brother. Wow. You know, I want to tell you something. Years ago, I met this guy. He was so bitter and he was so he was so upset because he went to a church and they wouldn't let him serve in a position that he wanted to serve in because he wasn't qualified. And he would stir it, man. He would he would whisper and whisper and whisper and and God dealt with him. And so the enemy will come and try to poison your mind and give you implant thoughts in your mind and tell you that you cannot be about God's business. And listen, as we're about God's business, Satan wants to destroy what God has put in our path. It's a fact. Listen. And they were like, get out of here. We don't want you here, man. Beat it. We'll, 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 we'll lock you up. Get out of here. They just didn't want him there, man. Listen. And God, listen. God doesn't want you somewhere. He's going to basically open another door. And the door was opened. Listen to this. I'm excited because poison was being brought into, their, into, the, into, the, into the attack. And basically that's where Ephesians chapter 6 comes in with the armor of God. Believers, listen to this. Verse 3 says, Therefore they stayed there a long time. <laughs> I want you to highlight that, man. Long time and circle it. Wow. Speaking boldly in the Lord. You see, you might be upset right now because you went to go witness somewhere and people were like, Beat it. Get out of here. We want to get rid of you. Okay, good. Bye. 
Let somebody else plant that seed. Kick it off, man. Pray for them. Don't let it offend you. Listen, don't let them rob your joy. Listen, don't let Satan rob your joy. The Bible talks about it in 1 John, man. Don't let the devil rob your joy. When you let Satan rob your joy, here comes the poison. The poison starts to go into the mind, and then you stay. Not you, but other believers, non-believers, listen to this. Don't let the devil rob your joy, because it'll affect your future. Don't let Satan rob your future. When he brings up your past, he tries to destroy your future. So when you've repented of your sins, you leave it at the cross and don't bring it back up. Listen, therefore they stayed there a long time, speaking boldly in the Lord. They, they didn't lay there on the couch and go, Hey man, God loves you, bro. You got anything to eat? Um, yeah, we just like got booted out of this other synagogue. And you know, they didn't like us. Will you like us? Dude, it was the Holy Spirit, man. It was the Holy Spirit that was working. It wasn't Paul. It wasn't Barnabas. And then here, we, here we have in verse 3, it's in verse 4 almost, but it says verse 3, Therefore they stayed there a long time, speaking boldly, who was bearing witness to the Word. It isn't, it isn't us. It's the Holy Spirit in us that touches the life of others. It's the Holy Spirit that changes believers and non-believers. Okay? Witness to the word of His grace, granting signs and wonders. He granted signs and wonders. Not the pastor. It's not the guy on the pulpit playing with snakes. Man, that's disgusting. I seen one on YouTube. This guy, pastor was like, excuse me for this, but... Yeah, and he's playing with the snake, dude. I'm like, bro, Wow. Oh, grab my wife. Come look at this, kids. Look look at this nut job. He's playing with a snake. I mean, he really believes that he can be, uh, that God's going to protect him from the snake. Oh, how dare you say that? You're, you're sinning against the Holy Spirit. No, dude. You're nuts. You know, God put little rattlesnake tails on snakes to warn you. Get out of here. I mean, dude, get out of here. <laughs> Holding the snakes, man. They're, they're nuts. Some, I mean, listen, don't play with snakes. What am I going there? Let's get back on track. Listen, <laughs> I'm sorry. But they spoke boldly. They had grace. Signs and wonders, wonders happen. And, and it says signs and wonders to be done with, by their hands. But verse 4 says, but the multitude of the city was divided. Oh, divided. Part sided with the Jews and part sided with the apostles. And when a violent attempt was made by both the Gentiles and the Jews with their rulers to abuse and stone them, they became aware of it and fled to Lystra and Derby, cities of Laconia and to the surrounding regions. And they were preaching the gospel there. And that's what they did. Amazing. Listen. Wow. They knew the stoning was coming, man. But they planted the seed. And here we go. If you go to chapter 8 of Acts, you can see when they heard these things with Stephen, they were cut to the heart. And they gnashed at him with their teeth. But he being full with the Spirit, the Holy Spirit. Listen, I got to calm down. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not getting Pentecostal on you. Listen, nothing wrong with Pentecostals, but I'm not one of them. But he, being full of the Holy Spirit, 
gazed into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God and said, Look, I see the heavens open and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. Then they cried out with a loud voice, stopped their ears, stopped their ears and ran at him with one accord. And they casted him out to the city and stoned him. And they killed him, man. He laid down right there, man. But you know, Saul was there. Listen. And the witnesses laid down there, clothes at the feet of the young man named Saul. And they stoned Stephen as he was calling on God and saying, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Because it's spiritual. Then he knelt down and cried out with a loud voice, Lord, do, do not charge them with this, with this sin. And when he had said this, he fell asleep and died. Listen, Paul knew what was coming, dude. He knew it. He was there a long time ago in chapter 8. He knew what was coming. And back to Acts, back to Acts chapter 14, it says, in verse 5, And when a violent attempt was made by both the Gentiles and the Jews with the rulers to abuse and stone them, comma, they became aware of it. He knew it. And that's why he knew it. And fled to Lystra. Now we go to verse 8. But before that, we know that God brings us places. He sends us places. And He opens doors. Listen, if God is telling you today, you can't do this. Or, or the enemy, I'm sorry. If the enemy is telling you today, you can't do this. You can't do that. You're not good enough. Satan will use humans. Not, not, it's not the human that's being used. Listen, I know it's kind of weird what I'm about to say. But it's spiritual. What do you mean? It's, it's for non-believers. I want you to understand this. As a believer in Christ, uh, us believers, we pray about everything. Okay? And when we pray, the Holy Spirit reveals the things that we don't need in our life. And He protects us. We may not see because we're in this trial, but He protects us. That's why He gives us Ephesians chapter 6 where He talks about the armor of God and He wants us to put on the helmet of salvation. Because He's given us the tools that when Satan comes with fiery darts, it doesn't hit us. Boom! And cripple us. That we're able to get back up and lean on one another and not our own understanding, but Jesus Christ. So you may be thinking, Pastor, what do I do? What are the... It's not you, it's Christ in you that will do it, and He will go before you, because we are living in His Holy Spirit. He is living in us, working in us, growing in us, showing in us. We just have to say, do the work, Lord. So when the door shuts, say, Lord Jesus, open another one. You don't got to worry anymore. Listen, you don't got to worry. You don't got to worry about life because Christ has your life already planned out. Did you know that? How do you know that? What are you, a fortune teller? No. No, it's Christ in me that will tell you for his glory that God has your life figured out for you already. It's like a puzzle and he's going to put you where he wants you. Whether you like it or not. Well, I don't want it. Don't resist. Stop resisting. I guarantee you'll be back on my sermons. 
It's Jesus Christ who paid the price for you and us to be in paradise. Paul the Apostle seen the power of the Holy Spirit, and he wants to share it with the world. We need a revival today, church. But it's got to start in us first. Paul's at Iconium, and he's got half divided. He didn't do it. He didn't do it. Satan did. Half is divided. Half is united. Things are going to happen now. The Bible now is going to start taking off to a level you've never seen before. You are now about to witness something that you've never witnessed in your whole entire life because either you're too busy on the internet or you're too busy on your games or you're too busy watching football or you're too busy. You quit judging us. No, I'm not judging you, man. Satan wants to distract you. He wants to take this very Bible that's over 2,000 years old Away from you slowly and replace it with things that will entertain you temporarily. Whether it's alcohol, whatever it is. Sin. Listen. Or adultery. Because it's, that's what's going to happen next in verse 8. And then, but listen to this. And in Lystra, a certain man without strength in his feet was sitting a, sitting a cripple from his mother's womb. Now listen to this. Who had never walked. Okay, the guy's never walked before, man. He don't even know what it feels like. Verse 9 says, This man heard Paul speaking. Paul observing him intently and seeing that he had faith to be healed, said with a loud voice, Stand up straight. Okay? Listen to this. This is amazing. He said, stand up straight. Check this out. He said, stand up straight. You're going to, with a loud voice, stand up straight on your feet. And he leaped up and walked. And verse 11 says, now when the people saw that Paul had done this, they raised their voices saying in, in Laconian language, the gods have come down to us in the likeness of men. And Barnabas, they called Zeus. And Paul, Hermes, because he was the chief speaker. <laughs> he thought they were gods, man. Back then, they really thought that Zeus was a god and they thought that they were lost. But today, we have churches that are lost. They get on TV and they have these big old $50 lines. A real man ties in a 50. Uh, uh, and a real man, a real, real godly man ties in $100. And they get him in this church and they get these fake guys that are crippled in wheelchairs. They sit him in there and they slap him and they get up and start walking. God, Wow. Hallelujah. I mean, some lady the other day asked me if I needed a handkerchief. I said, what the heck are you talking about? Yeah, I'm going to send you a holy handkerchief. I said, are you, are you serious? Yeah, man, can you believe that? I mean, this is the type of stuff we're dealing with. It makes us look bad. Listen, believers, we don't need a handkerchief. Or how about this one? I have a piece of, uh, of, of paper that Jesus Christ cried on. <laughs> I'm going to send it to you for $1,000. You know what's sick is the other day I was on, on YouTube and I seen this other guy. He was like, real men will deed over that property deed to my ministry. Oh my gosh. Lord Jesus, help him. But you read this stuff and then they put people in wheelchairs in the church. It's sick. Stop it. The Holy Spirit, I'm not saying can't do that, but he doesn't do it every Sunday for $50. And so Paul and Barnabas spoke with authority because they were called by, the, by God, and they basically told them, oh, the gods have come down because the Roman poet 
uh, Ovid told of an ancient legend in which Zeus and Hermes came to Phrygian hill country disguised as mortals seeking lodging after being turned away from a thousand homes and they found refuge in a in some weird weird mystery book man they're lost dude they're just lost and then now they're thinking that Paul and Barnabas is some Herbie Derby Zeus God from way back when look I'm not going to get into the college with you I mean if you want me to I can't it's it's boring let's just talk about the the facts of this Jesus sent these two dudes and they're out there, man, and they're trying to convert people, and they're not even doing it. It's the Holy Spirit that's doing it. <laughs> oh, God, I love it. But some people at that time needed to get healed like that. And God, if you look at here in verse in verse uh, 3, it says, Therefore they stayed there a long time, speaking boldly in the Lord, who was bearing witness to the word of His grace, granting signs and wonders. Well, isn't that a wonder? I wonder. God did that wonderfully one time for this chapter. Isn't that amazing? Get off the TV, guys, and stop preaching false messages. Quit robbing us believers and preach the right way. Listen, growing in His Word is, is, is verse by verse. We teach and we're led by the Holy Spirit. And just like the, the snake that Paul you know, when, his, when he crashed in his boat, man, we're going to get into that too, man. He, 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 you know, Paul was in, he was shipwrecked and, he, and, he, and his snake bit him and, and God did it for that one time to heal him, to show him, look, man, I'm real. Jesus said, I'm real, dude. <laughs> he just got poisoned and shook it off in the fire. We're going to get into that. This is the type of stuff the Holy Spirit and God is doing to prove that he's real. Listen, and we have doctors, by the way, and Luke wrote this. So Luke was a physician. You ought to hear that too. Listen. Doctors are wonderful. Go see one if you're sick. Listen, verse 9 says, This man heard Paul speaking, and Paul observing him intentionally, seeing that he had faith to be healed, said with a loud voice, Stand up straight on your feet. And he leaped up and walked. Now when the people saw what Paul had done, they raised their voices saying, You know, this is the guy, this is the guy, you know, the Laconian language, the gods have come down to us in the likeness of men. And Barnabas they called Zeus. Okay, so now Barnabas is called Zeus. Wow, he's a god. This is crazy. He's not a god. And Paul, Paul they called Hermes because he was the chief speaker. It's it's then the priest of Zeus, whose temple was in front of their city, brought oxen and garlands to the gates, intending to sacrifice with the multitudes. But when the apostles and Barnabas and Paul heard this, they tore their clothes. So Hebrews tear their clothes when they're upset because they don't want they didn't want the glory. They knew the glory belonged to Jesus Christ because this was a miracle done by God. They tore their clothes and ran among the multitudes crying out and saying, Men, why are you doing these things? We also are men. The same nature as you uh, and preach to you that you should turn from these useless things to the living God. So he's telling them, he's trying to tell these guys, listen, quit drinking beer, man, every day. Quit partying and quit watching these weird shows about false gods, man. Get off of the get off of the the the, the weird YouTube channels, bro. Quit, yeah, I, you know, get off of the UFO alien space stuff, bro. They're they're false. But I seen it. It was in my backyard. No, man, get off of it. Get your eyes on Jesus. 
You know, I, I, I can't stress it enough. If we just get our eyes on Jesus and not, not uh, the inquiry wants to know or whatever it is, get them on Jesus. And so he, he's telling them, man, you better get out of these useless things. Go turn to the living God, man, who made the heavens and the earth, the sea and all things that are in them. Verse 16 says, who in bygone generations allowed all nations to walk in their own ways. Verse 17 says, Nevertheless, he did not leave himself without witness, and that he did, not, he did good, gave us rain from heaven and fruitful seasons, filling our hearts with food and gladness. And then these things, and verse 18 says, And with these sayings, sayings they could scarcely restrain the multitude from sacrifice, sacrificing to them. Listen, Paul, you know, was telling them straight out that, you know, we're all equal, but Christ is God. You don't got to worship this stuff. And, you know, basically, don't, 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 don't worry about anything but Christ. He did it. He gets the glory. And that's it. Okay? You know, I'm not, I'm not, you know, we're not Zeus and we're not, we're not uh, Hermes. We're not some fairy tale from your book Jesus Christ paid the price for you and me to be in paradise listen I want to tell this to you guys listen you know read your Bible please read your Bible please it's important because God wants to show you things he wants to grow you next week we're going to talk about how the stoning happened and the escape at Derby. And we're going to talk about that because, man, like I read earlier, you know, things are going to happen. And things are going to happen in your life. You know, people are going to come to you and say, you're not good enough. You know, you're not good enough. People are going to come to you, your husband or your wife are going to say, hey, listen, you're not good enough. And God says, no, you're a liar. You are good enough. And I have a different plan for you. Stay married. Don't get a divorce. It, it's so bad. Divorce. God hates divorce. God says work it out. Unless you're being beat up and the guy just can't get off pornography. You know, that's those are grounds. But go to a counselor first. Don't listen to me. Go to a Christian counselor. Because I don't want to be sued. He told me to get a divorce. No, I didn't say that. Go, I say go to a psychiatrist and go get help. A Christian one. Listen. Believers, God has a plan for you. Jesus Christ has a plan for you. So does Satan. So all the negative comes because God's doing good things in your life. Let me repeat that. If you're doing good things in your life, negative's going to come. Well, what do you mean? Adversity's going to come because adversity brings us closer to Jesus Christ. Adversity shows us that God wants to work in us. Where the enemy wants to plant poisonous thoughts in our mind and stir up the brethren with one another and divert you from God's plan and walk in your life. Don't let them do it. Stay the course. Well, how do I know it's from God? Keep going. Doors will open. When they close, it's closed permanently. You'll know. But God wants to show you something. You may not be effective where you're at now, but Paul and Barnabas are effective right now because they got kicked out of the last chapter. But just like your life, Paul and Barnabas, God wants to use you in the same way.
Well, I'm not called that way. Well, God will find a way for you. Pray and ask Jesus where you want to work. Well, for not work, but where He can use you. It's truth. You may be sitting there and you feel like the guy that's crippled. And Paul wants to heal you, but Jesus wants to heal you. You may be crippled in that chair, and Jesus is saying, get up. Get up. Go. Spiritually, it means get up, go, and be about my business. So we can't worry, man. Yo, next week, listen, we're going to talk about Paul, man. He's going to get stoned. <laughs> Verse 19, man. Yo, the Jews came from Antioch, and then Iconium, man, they're coming after him, man. And they, they're going to drag, drag him out next week, and then they're going to, you know, they're going to they, they're gonna try to kill him. But uh, you can't stop the Holy Spirit, man. And, and, you know, we're going to talk about that next week. You know, God bless you guys. Listen, I want to tell you, Father, we come before you. We thank you for this time, Lord. And we just, we thank you for strengthening us, Lord, and just delivering your sermons every week after week. Father, we just come before you now. We thank you, Father. And, and Lord, we just pray right now for... Uh, 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 another uh, future pastor that's that's on his way to start his podcast right now and wow amazing it's in El Monte California and, and we're gonna get into that next week we're gonna we're gonna talk about the, the, the radical podcast that's gonna be going on there and the ministry that's, that the Holy Spirit's doing in California and amazing we're just so wow Lord Jesus we thank you father and we just want to say bless the United States bless the world Lord we love you Jesus and Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. God bless you guys, man. Woohoo! Thank you for growing in His Word. Listen, growing in His Word was sponsored by the Holy Spirit, uh, empowered by Jesus. And listen to this, man. God bless you guys, and God bless growing in His Word.